Welcome to the Inspired Purpose Podcast. We rise by lifting others. A place to learn, share, and grow with me, Penelope Jones, a certified holistic nutritionist. Me, Tara LaPera, an expert self-love and success coach. And me, Amy Brockley, a competitive Olympic weightlifter, gym owner, and daily habits coach. This is a place to hear stories of faith, breakthroughs, love, and positivity. Where women can come and share their stories to inspire us all. Okay, guys, on today's episode, we have joining us Margaret Cogswell of Margaret Cogswell Design. You may have heard her name mentioned a few times as she has helped Tara and Penelope design their websites. We cannot wait to chat with Margaret, but first we have some catching up to do. We do. Hello, hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, hello everyone. What do you guys Tara, have going on? Yeah, Tara, what's going on you? Lots of exciting So a lot stuff. of it is still the same. We're just in the, the waiting zone. Our last day here in our house is August 30th um, before shipping off to Arizona. But I have to say that, you know, with everything that has been going on and all the craziness, um, I have just needed some mommy time. So the big thing I feel like that I've got going on right now is I escape the house and I go to yoga. And I am absolutely loving that I go to Hot Tribe Yoga. We've actually had um, them on our Melissa, yeah. Podcast. Yeah. 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 I love her. Absolutely amazing. So that's what I've got going on right now because we're in a standstill. We have the month where we're just really chipping away at everything and that's it. But it's countdown five weeks. Oh, wow. No. I know. Hmm. We can't talk about it because I'll cry. And I got my lashes before. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Penn, what do you have going on? Um, so my pregnant with twins daughter has been written out on her official maternity leave. So, and which is early. So that frees up a lot of time for me. And Margaret's probably like, good, Penelope, where the hell's your stuff? Um, (laughs) so I'm really diving into wrapping up this rebrand. I'm super excited to launch my new website, um, and to execute my programs. I really miss working with my clients so very much. Um, so I'm just going to take advantage of this extra time that I have to myself right now, now that I'm not going to be running to her house. I go there three mornings a week and take care of my eight-year-old special needs grandson, get him off to school when there is school. Um, and then I keep him one full day. So that's a lot of running around with everything else. So I don't have to do any of that for a little while now. So until two babies arrive and then woohoo. Yeah, and you had uh, the shower for Chelsea, which was beautiful. I did. We did a very uh, COVID-safe shower for my daughter. She's having two babies, so Lord knows she needed it. It was funny to watch her open two baby car seats, two high chairs, double stroller. I was just like, whoa, really happening. (laughs) Reality, yes. Yeah. My mother was a twin, so it wasn't too shocked. We were surprised, but not shocked for sure, so. But that's it. What about you, Amy? What's happening? Um, well, Mark and I were able to get away last weekend for a couple of days, which was really, really nice. Um, you know, it's weird because, you, you know, you look at and you're like, well, you know, your business was shut down for almost four months. You, But it was, you know, I was still working. So it wasn't like, and I, and I looked at him and we kind of had an opportunity. Our son's away on this fantastic vacation with his friend. Um And, uh, so we said, you know what, let's sneak away to the shore, uh, which is about an hour from us, an hour and a half, uh, which we're very lucky where we live. Um, so we snuck away and it was really nice to just 
relax and get away and not track my food and, you know, kind of just relax. Actually, it was a big, it was a, it was really nice. It Mm -hmm. was needed. And your situation with the COVID shutdown was your husband was now home mostly mm-hmm. for a while. You were home. Kids were home. Uh-huh. So, yeah. yeah. Nice yeah. to get away from the two of you, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was much, much needed. So I'm rejuvenated. I'm still super excited to be back at, you know, in limited capacity that we are, but it's been great. Um, interestingly enough, um, we're just being very quiet on social media. So now I am just able to coach versus having that aspect of my business. So it's been kind of eye-opening to me, like, really, I should pay someone to do my social media. I don't find joy in it. I think I look at it as a task. It is free marketing. Um, I understand the importance of it. It's how, you know, we would get new members. Right now, we're not taking any new members. Um, and we're it's very limited. However, in the future, when we, do, you know, things do go back to normal and we start to grow, I think it, it was pretty eye-opening to me to be like, okay, so that's something I don't necessarily enjoy. I enjoy, I love the teaching, coaching, being around people, but the, the, you know, coming home, making sure the videos are posted, you know, and all that, which is pressure I put on myself, but it also grows the business. So it was interesting to me that that came to fruition. Like mm-hmm. I noticed like, oh, wow. You know, I don't enjoy that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but it's, it's a part idea. of owning a business. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. I think it's a great idea to ask somebody, college student, somebody that. Yeah, I pay them. I would absolutely 100% pay them. All right, listeners, who wants to do any social? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if there's anyone out there that wants to help, I will. I will send you the videos. Not yet, though. Not not right now. We're just kind of we're in a holding pattern, which is fine. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm loving that actually, loving it. So <laughs> I don't want to get too comfortable, but yeah. So it's good. Yes. All right. Well, I have the honor and the joy to introduce everyone to a name that you have heard come up on this podcast before, unbeknownst to her, but Margaret Cogswell is joining us today. Um, And I think that you and I got connected about two and a half, three years ago, maybe. Um, And Margaret has done quite a bit of um, graphic design work for some of my programs. I know that she helped Tara with her website and getting her stuff up and running. I am in the middle of a major rebrand with Margaret. And I have to say, I would love for her to tell us what she does. But my experience was that Margaret not only will give you this amazing point of view as far as your graphic design goes about presenting and running all of your programs and whatnot, but when you get on the phone with her, she can't help but be a business coach. And I know that's not on your list of services, (laughs) but it is. It is an innate gift and I always hang up with clarity and, you know, definitely the push to uh, step into who I am to level up and all those other things. So you have given so much tremendous value to my life. So I'd love for you to start off by telling our listeners, what is Margaret Cogswell Designs? And take us on the journey of, you know, younger Margaret starting a career and then making the transition into successful female entrepreneur. Okay. So first, thank you very much for that introduction. You just, that was awesome. And you like totally made my game (laughs) (laughs) and I love you all. Um, But yeah, I, so I guess the, it kind of started as far back as I can remember, I remember being four and sitting at my kitchen table, 
Um, you know the Rancor from Star Wars, that really nasty giant? Yeah. Yes. The, I do. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was painting that in water. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know why that was what I chose to paint in watercolor, but that is a very clear memory that I have. And um, I made my first book when I was about five or six. It was about vegetables <laughs> and which <laughs> vegetables I liked and which ones I didn't, which ones were tasty and which ones I thought were terrible. And I still think cucumbers and green beans are terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but I'll eat just about anything else vegetable-wise. Um, and uh, yeah, so art art and design started for me at a really, really young age. And my parents, um, I was lucky enough that my parents were able to enroll me in, in private art classes when I was about seven or eight. So I took those for a couple of years. And then when I got into school, <laughs> I remember I remember getting in trouble in kindergarten because... I was working on our, we had like these little books that each day the teacher would give us an exercise of like what we had to draw, what we had to write about. And I would get in trouble for working on mine for too long because <laughs> I wouldn't come back to the carpet to do like reading or whatever else we were supposed to do. I was like, nope, I want to sit over here with my markers. Oh, and wow. draw. Um, so it's been a big, big deal in my life just for forever. Um, and when I got into high school, you know, of course I started thinking about colleges and stuff like that and where I was going to apply. And so I started building out with the help of, um, my art teacher, Miss Waddell, who is amazing and helped me get into SCAD. She, she really encouraged me to expand my skill set and work on different types of art, um, and kind of made me believe that I could actually go to an art school and be successful. So um, I applied to SCAD. I applied to like a few places, but SCAD was the second college I went and looked at. And the first one I was like, eh, no, don't care. Went to SCAD and I was like, yep, this is where I'm supposed to be. Done, decision made. I don't need to go look at anywhere else. If I get in here, it's done, we're going. So um, <laughs> that's what happened. And um, I actually got into game design is what I majored in. Hmm. And what I found with game design is that it's really multi and interdisciplinary. So when you make a game, you, you got to have art, you got to have like concept art, actual art of characters, vehicles, landscapes, whatever, weapons, whatever it is in the game which is what I was really interested in when I first started at SCAD. You gotta have people who write the story. You gotta have people who write the music. You gotta have people who like 3D model the actual things that you interact with in the game. So it's very, it, it takes like a whole team. That's a whole and, lot of players. Yeah. 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 Yes. You gotta have voice actors um, to voice over the characters. And I ended up working as a, sort of a production mate i co co-produced with one of my really good friends brian and um i ended up working with all of those people oh cool so it was very it was a very good learning experience for me because it forced me to see things from the perspective of another team member for one and to learn how i could bring the strengths of all these different people together to create one whole cohesive project which I now use every single day in my job 
with my team and bringing together, you know, online courses, podcasts, websites, books, whatever it happens to be. So, um, although I'm not in game design, it was an incredibly useful degree for me to get. There <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm glad I'm paying. I'm, I'm at least using my degree because at least I'm, you know, paying off yeah. my student loans, like <laughs> with my degree. <laughs> not many people can say that. Not nope, many people not can me. say that. Very not true. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the scourge of the millennial is the student loan. But um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I, I got into entrepreneurship because I worked a couple of like your traditional, you know, office type jobs. Um, well, no, I won't say they're completely traditional because the first one was at a publishing company. Oh. So I was hired as project manager, but my boss quickly saw that I had, you know, design, a design skill set. And so he is the one, thank you, Jerry, who taught me <laughs> book design. And I realized that I love it. And it's really weird because it's kind of like, if you're going to load the fridge with leftovers or you're going to load the dishwasher with dishes, that's what book layout design works like in my head. I know that's really weird, but it's all about fitting what you can in an appropriate way on the page, right? Yeah. So when you're loading the dishwasher, how many dishes can you fit? When you're loading the fridge, if you put the ketchup on this shelf, then you can put the apple juice on that shelf. That oh, that's that's a love language to my husband right there. He <laughs> loves to load, so he may, maybe he missed his calling. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to Mark and his, you know, refrigerator organization. <laughs> we should mention that Margaret, you did design um, the cover of Women Who Illuminate, which is the book that Amy and I are in. You mm -hmm. designed the cover for Women Who Rise, but you actually did that whole entire um, book series. Yeah, mm -hmm. which the, yeah, the, the whole in, inspired impact series. Inspired impact I've been book series. Lucky enough to be on every single one. So oh, they're so good. Yeah. Awesome. You've Thanks. also did um the one with the cat, the one that just came out too, right? Uh, Max Children. Yeah, the story of Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Maggie Sullivan. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, uh -huh. that one was really fun because it because the art is so unique and and children's books are really a different it's a different approach mentally because you're thinking about, okay, you've got, you got a group of readers who are not necessarily literate yet. Right. So, or they're like semi-literate just because of where they are in their development. So you have to consider re really readable fonts, fonts that have letter shapes that match what they learn in school so that ah. they're not getting confused by like, why does this cue have a weird wiggly thing on it? Oh. Like, that's not what a cue is supposed to look like to a five-year-old, right? So you have to consider that kind of stuff and then marrying the image with the text on the page so that they complement each other. So one is not overwhelming the other and it's a whole shebang, but it's, it's a really long challenge. Say what? This is how you become like that coach. Like you teach people while you're doing what you do. I would have never thought of any of that. And you just like, now I'm going to open up books and be like, oh, that doesn't match to that. And <laughs> Margaret. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 I, you know, when you get me on a roll, I can really geek out over it. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like um, that. That's so you were working for this publishing company, right? And this, yeah. So unfortunately, um, the company had to shut down. And so my husband and I were both out of work because he worked there too. 
And for about a year, I freelanced sort of loosely. Um, I like to say that I was discovering myself because I was in my like <laughs> early to mid 20s and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I wasn't taking myself seriously. I got, I finally, after applying for like a year, I got a job as a administrative office person um, working for a uh, security, like um, thumbprint security company. And I totally blew that and got fired after like a month because <laughs> I wasn't towing the line. And, um, but it ended up being the best thing that could have happened to me because that's when I said, like, while I was at that job, all I wanted to do was go home and do my freelance work. That's all I wanted to do is go work with my freelance clients. I did not want to be there. I just wanted to go home. I would stay up. I would stay up to like three in the morning working on my freelance stuff and then get up at seven and go into my job. Mm. So I knew I was like, okay, that's saying something that really yeah. means something that I'm willing to like put in these hours and that I feel so drawn to it. So when I got fired, that's when I was like, okay, I guess I'm starting a business now because clearly I'm not cut out for the regular office world. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, too, I feel that. Yeah. Sure. yeah. You're too strong and too powerful, right? It's too yeah. much for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like slow down. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, I, okay. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I have like a million things to do and uh -huh. we all done and we got to get them all done really well. So right out of my way. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, <laughs> but so that's when I started, um, that's when I started, you know, I, I've been freelancing since 2013, but I like to say since 2015 is when I really, really in earnest started this business and, um, through a friend, uh, Beata, she helped me see that my skills in book design my layout design skills could translate into websites because it's the same, um, it's the same discipline. You're just doing it in a different space. One's in print, one's in digital. Hmm. So that's how I got into doing websites. And from there, I just continued to expand my skill set so that I could basically be a catch all for anyone who comes to me. Like, <laughs> Uh, there's been very few things that I could not do for someone. Um, and I like being able to help support with like, you know, anything that someone's dreaming of doing. I've, it's, it's kind of a thrill to be like, yeah, I can totally help you with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's That's so awesome. incredibly needed because like, you know, someone like me, I can do the coaching. I study nutrition. I know all of my stuff. I know how to connect with people. I know how to help them. Give me all that tech stuff that is required to do the work that I do. And I can't do any of it. I don't know any of it. I'm older than all three of you. Um, and I just was never taught that stuff. It was never my comfort zone. I spent 30 years working in the salon with people, right? Not with a computer or even a calculator or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I come to you and I'm like, this is what I think we need to do. And you're like, okay, well, we have to do this. And then we have to have the landing page. We have to connect the PayPal button. We have to do this. And then da, 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 da. and you just seem whatever I came to you with, like you're saying, you were like, ah, this is what we're going to do. Oh, okay. So now you need to do that, you know, and to have that go-to person for that stuff is, is, or to say, I feel like my website doesn't represent me anymore. You know, now that I'm in a different space, 
and you create the vision for that. It's so needed. It's so valuable, to, especially to the to the entrepreneur. You know. Yeah. Oh, for sure, girlfriend. You have brought so many things to life. Like I would, I think when I had first had my combo with you, I think we were on the phone for like an hour, and I'm just like, I'm yep. in love. Like I knew it from our first two minutes on the call that you were going to be the person to help me create this amazing, you know, vehicle for me to share it with the world. And you just took, I mean, I just, you said, pick your colors, find your logo. And that was it. And you took everything to life and it's, it's gorgeous. I get so many compliments on it. I am particularly, I mean, I love, I love, I'm biased. I love all the work I do, but I love, (laughs) I love your color palette, Tara, just because I'm like, because it's got the purple and all that in there. And I'm such a purple girl. So I'm like, yeah, Tara's site is sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love purple. I have to say that if I were to go back in my text messages, there would be multiple text messages from the two of these ladies. Oh, I just got off the phone with Margaret. I'm so clear. I've been clarified, like everything. So not only are you a gateway in the digital world, you are a gateway for the mental, like the the other side of it, giving people clarity. That's a gift too. Like that's a gift that I don't know if you necessarily realize that you do, but I see it from my end and I, I, I don't delete text so I could go back and read <laughs> like, oh, I, okay, now I'm ready to go. I'm focused. I'm clear. You know, you, you, you drive people, they have to do the work right? But you drive them to, you're a gateway to clarity. I I really appreciate you saying that because I don't think that I, I don't think that I really realize how much I end up doing that. Mm -hmm. It's something that I really enjoy that part of the process with the client is um, bringing clarity so that, because, because when you're building a business, it does feel very like, okay, where do I go? Where do I go? Like you've mm-hmm. got a million different choices. You know, what's the thing that is going to move the needle forward the most, the most efficiently, the cheapest, like, you know, like you've got to be efficient with your time and your money as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I enjoy helping people figure that out. Um, I can do that even better now that I work with Camille because she's like, if y'all are singing my praises, but Camille's like, woo, when it comes to <laughs> strategy, she is like at the top. So she taught me um, so much on my first call with her. I just was like, I would have never figured this all out if she didn't walk me through it. And I, I know I, she's I still have two more sessions for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's doing the same thing for me in my own business. So it's, it's actually kind of cool because I'm like, oh, I see now what she's doing for the clients that she's working with of mine, you know, who are like website or whatever clients, like I can see this is what she's bringing to the table. So, but I like to think that one of the things that, that I bring to the table is that I can, I can help with limiting beliefs. So I find particularly with my ladies and I got a lot of ladies who all grow up with these limiting beliefs that we aren't worth the money or we aren't worth the work or we aren't worth the attention or whatever it is. And that's not to say everyone who comes to me is like that, but I get a lot of women who believe they have these like these soul purposes that they're going after and somewhere somewhere along the line someone made them believe that there's something in their way that 
that keeps them from thinking, okay, I can really do this. I can really get here. I can do this thing. I deserve to do this thing. I'm worth it. And my people that I'm going to reach out to and help are worth it. All of that, you know, jazz. And um, I find really often when I get on the phone with a client and they're like, I just feel like I can't write this thing or I don't know how to approach this thing, that it comes from some limiting belief that they have on the inside. And I feel like I'm able to, with love and compassion, help them <laughs> recognize that and work through that a little bit. And I don't want to be a life coach, but when you're working with people on, you their know, passion projects, their passion, exactly. Mm -hmm. Entrepreneurs do not do what they do without passion. It is way too freaking hard. Amen on that. Yeah. yeah. For money, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's love there. Mm -hmm. and meaning and a lot of like self-worth tied up in the whole process. And so it's natural that people start to bring their own, you know, baggage for lack of a better word into it. And, um, it's, it, it can be hard to work through that stuff when, when you've got someone on the other end, someone like a web designer or something like that, who's just pushing like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Give me your stuff. Where's your content? that kind of thing. They don't take into account that you're trying to work through this stuff. Um, that being said, working with people who are super motivated is really fun because they're the ones who are like, all right, you know what? I know that I have some stuff that I need to work through, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it and I'm going to get through it. I'm going to get my stuff done. We're going to get this puppy launched and I'm going to be able to actually reach my stuff into the world and help people. Yeah. And those are the people that I love the, the fearless, they feel the fear and do it anyway. I love working with people like that because it is scary, like no doubt about it, but the only person you're holding back is you. And then all of your people that you could be helping. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh. When I've been on the phone with you before, um, and I was thinking about this prior to just saying all of that is that you speak very boldly. <laughs> <laughs> with someone right so you know you'd be like why are you charging that why are you thinking you're not doing that like you really just boldly say and put help the person peel back i guess the limiting beliefs to the knowing the worth the real true worth of the work that you have to bring out into the world you know mm -hmm. um and I don't want to promote you as like a business coach, because like I said, that's not on your list of services, but someone should know that um, if they were to work with you, that it's not just a question of, I need a website. Okay. What do you want? All right. And blah, blah, blah. Like you actually get into the feeling of the work and the purpose of the work. Yeah. And that is reflected in the final piece. And anybody could go to Tara's completed website right now, which is what Tara self love and success.com yeah right so and and take a peek at that now mine is not done my baby is not done quite yet but um i think you get a feeling that it's just different it's just it really feels like it fits the purpose mm -hmm. yeah and that is that is what i strive for um because i i think the website needs to be or the book whatever it is that i'm creating it needs to it needs to fit the target market in a very practical kind of way. Um, at the same time, it's a balance. I want it to be in its essence, a representation of what like
what you are, who you are and what your offerings are. Mm-hmm. So I try to bring, I try to marry those two things together so that it feels good to the client. It, it, you know, that's an important part of it. It should also resonate with the target market. And so that's a, it's an interesting balance. It's interesting you say that Penelope, because it's, it's an, it's a very fine balance that has to be struck between those two parties, because when you get down to the nitty gritty with design and stuff like colors and fonts and stuff, you might say, well, I'm not really crazy about that. Well, if your target market loves it, okay, but we don't want you to hate it, right? You don't want something, you don't want to end up with something that you hate. So it's a fine marrying of those two things to make something that feels, for lack of a better word, kind of magical (laughs) when it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you're in the process with someone, where do you get your inspiration? Like do you t- go from their story? Like what, how does it like from a mind like mine, I, I am semi-creative, but at the same time, I'm very like, you know, more cerebral, but like in that process, like you said, you were painting at the age of four. So clearly that's the path, you know, you were, where does that inspiration come from? Is it just like, do you see it? Is it like a visual thing for you or like um, how do you map it out? A lot of times, well, it's, it does kind of go back to what I was just talking about. So, um, you know, design, there's art and there's design Mm -hmm. art I feel comes from the heart. Mm -hmm. It's, it's divinely or creative and creatively inspired. However you want to talk about that design is a study and a discipline. Mm. And so that's where the whole target market thing comes from design, right? Commercial design is very commercial. And you have to understand the people that you're speaking to and the language that they resonate with, mm-hmm. the visual language that they resonate with. Right. And then as an empath and an intuitive person, I can pick up on someone's energy and fairly quickly figure out like what's important to them and what they value. Mm-hmm. And then those two things come together. So when you ask, you know, where does it come from? It's kind of both places. I use heart and head to do it. Nice. Awesome. Like sometimes I'll get struck with this image and I'm like, (laughs) I got to make that. Yep. Um, But sometimes it takes study and research and into, you know, who is this person trying to attract to them? Oh, awesome. It's like, you can literally take a person you know, take all the bits and pieces that they're asking you, but then also pull what you're feeling from them as well and create this masterpiece that it is literally us coming to life on the screen so that we could accept the people into our business, into our lives, who we are, you know. I like to think that it's like, I get, I get the privilege of creating that first conversation when someone is meeting them for the first time online instead of in person. Cause when it's in person, it's easy, right? You can just mm-hmm. out. Well, it's easy for some people you yeah. can be yourself. <laughs> and if they like you and they take you as you are, you're like, great, we're a great fit. But when it's online, you don't have that advantage. You, you have to have some kind of way to communicate to them. This is who I am. And this is what I can offer you of value. Yes. And awesome. When and they decide quick, right? They decide yeah. very quick. When someone lands on your website, I know this is me too. Like you're gonna look at it and you're gonna be like, I want to know more, or you're gonna look at it and you're gonna go, no. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
such a quick decision. I just was doing an Instagram course and they said seven seconds. Someone will click on your Instagram profile and it takes them seven seconds to decide if they're going to follow you or not. Mm. So every single thing has to be, and I love what you said about it being a discipline as well, because Uh every single thing has to be purposeful Mm. and to, so that you can speak directly to the person that, you know, you can help, you can serve, you can provide whatever it is you do for, you know? Yeah. It needs to be thoughtful and strategic. Um, and at the same time have that sort of intangible bit of magic that is the representation <laughs> of the person. It's hard. I don't know how to better describe it, but that's, that's that was great. Me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doing it. Mm-hmm. So you have grown tremendously, even since working mm-hmm. with me and my website, um, Tell us a little bit like, like how you see your growth because you are growing and <laughs> where do you see yourself? Where do you see your business within the next five years from now? Cause it's um, kind of happening, girlfriend. I know. So right. Get on your waiting list. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to be working with people on a much larger scale. Um, you know what? I say hope that's a limiting belief coming in there. Thank so you. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I will be working with people on a much larger scale. Um, I I really would love to do do some some bigger things um, in the sense of being able to reach more people all at once. Um, I definitely want to be able to reach out to creatives more because I feel like I have a, a not only a unique perspective, but I've got you know, this bomb in my back pocket with Camille who, (laughs) and just, uh, you know, she's helped take me so far in the last, let's see, since January. So what is that? What are we at now? We're almost eight. Oh my gosh. The time is like what with everything. Yeah. 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 What years? Oh, 2020. Okay. (laughs) Seven years. I mean, she's been, she's been coaching me since 2017, but she and I really started, you know, partnering together in the beginning of this year. And I can't even tell you guys the amount of growth since January, like January one, it started and it was like a roller coaster. Like it didn't, it has not stopped and I don't know when it's going to stop, but that's exciting. Yeah, it is very exciting. Um, just say you hope it never stops because you want it. I hope it never stops. But my point, uh, before was that I would like to be able to reach out to more creatives and help them struggle less than I did at the beginning, particularly Mm. with the, the, the strategic portion, like understanding how to run a business. I didn't go to business school. You don't get taught this stuff in high school or college. So it's been a huge learning experience, learning how to actually run a profitable, streamlined, efficient business. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a big deal. And then couple that kind of learning with the whole, I'm sure you guys have heard of the term starving artist. Mm -hmm. And I heard, I don't know about kids nowadays, but I heard it all the time growing up and it instilled in me this belief that if you're an artist, that what you have to give to the world is not really of worth like no one's going to pay you for it that's why you're a starving artist right yeah so i want to get rid of that you know like remove that stigma yeah rid of the myth of the starving artist it doesn't have to be that way you just need to be strategic about how you run your business and you can do it i mean it doesn't take someone who's like 
genius level talented to make good money. Mm-hmm. And especially right. when you, when you couple, you know, that concept with the idea that you've got so many people now who are in student loan debt. And mm-hmm. I know personally how that's affected me and keeping me from doing things that I would like to do with my life and other people in my generation, things they would like to do with their life. I just, yeah, that's something I feel really. That's awesome, about. Margaret. Yeah, for sure. Getting, moving, moving artists into a place where they're like, you know what? I can make money and I don't have to be chained to this student loan debt for the rest of my life. Right. Yeah. You're definitely yeah. onto something. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> you know Aww. what I'm afraid of right now? I'm afraid that you're going to get so busy from this I podcast. Know, I know. I'm scared. I can talk to you in three months. Yeah. Oh, they're reserving their spots now. Yeah. That's awesome. I think deserved. Yeah. <laughs> we, get, we better get what we need to get done with Margaret before posting this live. Yeah. <laughs> you have three days, guys. So, so Margaret had um, bought herself a pair of shoes and these things are the cutest things. They're like very sparkly and all different colors. And she posted it on her Facebook page um, that she had to buy these shoes and that she had, you had no idea where you were going to wear them, but she was like, I don't care. I'm going to wear them at my desk while I'm working. It's inspiration. They literally are like a piece of art. They're yeah. Shoes, right? Yeah, they're awesome. To you. And they make you kind of feel like a badass while you're wearing them. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, All right, Margaret. I don't stay at home. Put your shoes on and work it. Um, I know you're busy, but, it, you know, we, we always like to advertise for our, our, our guests. So where can our, our listeners find you um, on social media? And then if they maybe want to work with you. Um, so on social media, I've got Margaret Cogswell Designs on Facebook. And then uh, on Insta, it's Margaret Ann Cogswell, A-N-N, no E. Okay. Um, It'll be in the show notes too, just so that there's people. And um, my website is just margaretcogswell.com. Don't go to dot. I mean, you can go to .net, but that's not me. That's some like 3D art installations of rivers or something. It's actually cool, (laughs) but it's not me. Not you. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you so much. All right. So I am up with the do good story for the week. And so I had um, actually heard this a few, like uh, maybe a week ago, um, antique store owner gifts student piano after his rendition of don't stop believing goes viral. A Northeastern university student, John Thomas Archer made quite an impression at a Massachusetts antique store when he started playing journeys. Don't stop believing on a piano for sale. One of the employees at remarkable cleanouts began filming the young man's even more remarkable performance and the video started to make its way around the internet. When store owner Mark Waters saw it, he thought it was fantastic. The young man's playing struck a chord, struck a chord that Waters decided to give Archer a piano and the store owner tracked him down on Facebook. When Archer learned that he was being gifted a Steinway, he went into tears and it brought tears to my eyes at Waters. It was one of those feel good moments. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it was like, if you hear him playing, it was, it's unreal. Like oh, wow. they, you know, he walked into the store and just started playing and then it turned into him getting a very, very nice piano. So yeah. 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 I, wish I could play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. So people, people. the audio is, if you Google it, it is out there to listen to. Um, just, yeah. So I can put it in the show notes too. If people want to check it out. It's really, it's really cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's go around and say what we're grateful for. All right. Well, I'll go. Um, I really didn't have anything to tell you the truth leading up to this podcast. I kept like going, what am I grateful for? Because I have so much to be grateful for, but I couldn't like, I've been sharing so much of all my gratitudes lately. And as I'm sitting here listening to Margaret talk, I'm like, I am so grateful for you, Margaret, because honestly, and I'm grateful for Penelope even introducing me to you. I know I met you at one of Kate's um, uh, things that we had, I forget, with Dare to Dream or something like that, right? But I was really lost. And I kept telling Penelope, like, I need some, like, I, I have to have what I'm trying to create here. And the moment that I talked to you on the phone, and it's just like all coming back to me again, is like, I am so grateful for you because I would not have this 100% vehicle of my business live if it really wasn't for you to help me kind of put it out there. So I am truly grateful for you for just all your graciousness and all your phone call late night talks that we've had. Like we've stayed up pretty late sometimes. (laughs) You have taught me to be like, Tara, you could do this. Like I sometimes will go in my back end of my website and like kind of tweet things, but then you'll get voice messages from like, Margaret, girl, I don't even know. I'm having mom brain. I'm like, I'm trying to do this, but, and then you'll message me back. And I'm just like, I don't know. You light up my heart, girlfriend, in so many ways. Aww. You're Thank so you grateful. For you. So grateful for you. I love you back. <laughs> All right. I was actually going to say Margaret and not this oh. man, but I'm going to, I'm going to stop because I could reiterate everything that you said. I am grateful for you, Margaret, very much. I think you know that, but I am very grateful for Amy and her husband, Mark, and the fact that our boys who, mine's now 21, hers is 20, that they became first grade best friends many years ago because uh, to this day, Mark and Amy are literally like family to my husband and I. And they texted us on Sunday. They said, hey, we're on the beach in Cape May. We rented this cabana. Come join us. And the four of us just sat there. It was so very comfortable. I always feel that I can truly just be who I am and listen, we all need those people in our life Mm -hmm. that you can just relax, not have to be on for and just share space with. And we share family time together. And so I'm so grateful for you, Amy. And for Mark, if he can hear me at all. He's away, away, but he listens to the podcast (laughs) and gives me back. (laughs) Yes. You know, I was going to say that, like, I literally, I wish I had a a full circle. Yeah, no, really. I was like, I, my, my thing is the whole Jones family. So, you know, my mom lives in Nebraska, so, you know, she's pretty far away. And then with everything going on, she's not going to be able to travel. She's 71. Um, So she's holding off any traveling. So it's kind of hard for her. She doesn't get to see the boys or me. Um, I am an only child. So it's to have friends that have become family is priceless. Um, it's so nice um, speaking from someone that, you know, kind of lives away from family and stuff. So I appreciate the entire Jones family. So thank you for including us in holidays. Like it's, it's it really is. And then this weekend just magnified that, that we Why can do you be, have me getting emotional? I know. <laughs> just, you know, why? What do I do? You know? Oh man. We usually do yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> but, oh. Yeah. It's our, our energy. We all went deep today. Yeah, yeah we did. You know, it's Sorry. true. What you're saying is like, we can't, you know, God places us in our lives of where we're mm-hmm. meant to be, you know, our family surroundings, who our mom, our dad, our siblings are. But to know that we get to choose the right people the outside of that to come mm-hmm. into our life is such a beautiful thing. And it's very far and few in between. Yeah. When you link arms with those people, you just freaking know. You just, yeah. you know, they're, they're stuck with the broccoli. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Find your people yeah. out there. They are out there. Yes, sure. yes, they are. Awesome. Uh, Margaret, would you yeah, like um, to play? So I'm I am grateful for a lot of things right now. Many things, but I'm really grateful for you guys inviting me on this show and um letting me tell my story and waxing poetic about yeah. me. God. <laughs> I just see little pocket versions of you. Yeah. <laughs> just come out, bring out anytime I'm feeling. That's a great idea. Tell me how amazing I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and we crazy. could like fill little recordings and you could just like touch our heads. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just like little boop and then yep. you, you're like, oh, amazing. You yeah. can do anything you want to. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I like it really in all seriousness like I, I I'm so grateful for you guys like you know having me on the show and just really building me up and you made my day and Yay. um I love working with you guys and how open you are and trusting the of the process and um trusting of my creativity and my expertise and my experience that really that really makes me feel amazing. So awesome. Thank well you. deserved. Oh, yeah. so well deserved. Oh. Definitely. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you would like to stay in contact with us, you can find us on our Instagram page at Inspired Purpose Coaching, or you can find us on Facebook at Inspired Purpose Coaching as well. Or you can reach out to us via email, inspiredpurposecoaching at gmail.com. And if you like what we've been up to here on the Inspired Purpose Podcast and you're enjoying these episodes, please feel free to hit subscribe, uh, give us a five-star review, and any podcast love that you want to give us, um, we appreciate it. Let's Let's rise together. together.